Good morning and welcome to Walking with Jesus Through the Word, one chapter per day. My name is Pastor Jason Van Bemmel from Forest Hill Presbyterian Church. You probably know that if you've been following us along in this three-year journey through the Word of God. But if you're perhaps joining us for the first time, welcome. We are working our way through. It's going to be uh, a wonderful trip. It already has been a wonderful trip. God's Word is full of rich things for us to enjoy every day. And today we come once again to the reign of Hezekiah, one of the good kings of Judah. And the Chronicler really gives us an extended description of Hezekiah's commitment and investment in the worship of God at the temple. And today we see Hezekiah organizing the priests and providing for the regular ordering of life in the temple, which is something we saw Solomon do and David do as prior uh, great kings, uh, especially as detailed in Chronicles. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for another opportunity just to dig into your word together. We pray that you would write your word in our hearts and help us to live it, to love it, to trust it. And Father, may it be woven into our very hearts and souls. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Second Chronicles 31. Now, when all this was finished, that is the Passover celebration from last chapter, now, when all this was finished, all Israel who were present went out to the cities of Judah and broke in pieces the pillars and cut down the Asherim and broke down the high places and the altars throughout all Judah and Benjamin and in Ephraim and Manasseh until they had destroyed them all. Then all the people of Israel returned to their cities, every man to his own possession. And Hezekiah appointed the divisions of the priests and of the Levites, division by division, each according to his service, the priests and the Levites for burnt offerings and peace offerings to minister in the gates of the camp of the Lord and to give thanks and praise. The contribution of the king from his own possessions was for the burnt offerings, the burnt offerings of morning and evening and the burnt offerings for the Sabbath, the new moons, and the appointed feasts, as it is written in the law of the Lord. And he commanded the people who lived in Jerusalem to give the portion due to the priests and the Levites, that they might give themselves to the law of the Lord. As soon as the command was spread abroad, the people of Israel gave in abundance the first fruits of grain, wine, oil, honey, and all the produce of the field. And they brought in abundantly the tithe of everything. And the people of Israel and Judah who lived in the cities of Judah also brought in the tithe of cattle and sheep and the tithe of the dedicated things that had been dedicated to the Lord their God and laid them in heaps. In the third month, they began to pile up the heaps and finished them in the seventh month. When Hezekiah and the princes came and saw the heaps, they blessed the Lord and his people Israel. And Hezekiah questioned the priests and the Levites about the heaps. Azariah the chief priest, who was of the house of Zadok, answered him, Since they began to bring the contributions into the house of the Lord, we have eaten and had enough and have plenty left, for the Lord has blessed his people so that we have this large amount left. Then Hezekiah commanded them to prepare chambers in the house of the Lord, and they prepared them. And they faithfully brought in the contributions, the tithes, and the dedicated things. The chief officer in charge of them was Conaniah the Levite, with Shimei his brother as second, 
while Jehiel and Azaziah, Nahath, Asahel, Jeremoth, Jozebad, Eliel, Ismachiah, Mahath, and Benaiah were overseers assisting Conaniah and Shimei his brother by the appointment of Hezekiah the king and Azariah the chief officer of the house of God. And Cori the son of Imnah, the Levite, keeper of the east gate, was over the freewill offerings to God to apportion the contribution reserved for the Lord and the most holy offerings. Eden, Miniamon, Jeshua, Shemaiah, Amariah, and Shechaniah were faithfully assisting him in the cities of the priests to distribute the portions to their brothers, old and young alike by divisions, except those enrolled by genealogy, males from three years old and upward. All who entered the house of the Lord, as the duty of each day required, for their service according to their offices by their divisions. The enrollment of the priests was according to their fathers' houses. That of the Levites from 20 years old and upward was according to their offices by their divisions. They were enrolled with all their little children, their wives, their sons, their daughters, the whole assembly, for they were faithful in keeping themselves holy. And for the son of Aaron, the priests, who were in the fields of common land, belonging to their cities, there were men in the several cities who were designated by name to distribute portions to every male among the priests and to everyone among the Levites who was enrolled. Thus Hezekiah did throughout all Judah, and he did what was good and right and faithful before the Lord his God. And every work that he undertook in the service of the house of God and in accordance with the law and the commandments, seeking his God, he did with all his heart and prospered. Hmm. What a great chapter. Of course, if you saw the heading of chapter 32, we know we're about to come to some troubling times. And next time we'll see, well, two days we'll be back in for Second Chronicles 32, but we'll see then that faithfulness to the Lord does not mean that there will be no troubles and no trials, but that's for next time. Right now, the first thing I want us to see, I think that's important for us to see right here in this opening paragraph, is how the worship of God in spirit and in truth, in earnestness, in obedience, the worship of God gathering together at the Passover celebration, it changed the hearts of the people. It changed the way they looked at the world. They did not go out from worship the same as how they came in. We need to stop and think about that for a minute. If we've come to worship God, whether we've adequately prepared our hearts ahead of time or not, if we come into worship God and we're sincere in our worship and we're worshiping him and we're really seeking his face, we should not walk out of the worship service the same as when we walked in. We should be changed by our encounter with God. We should be reminded that he alone is the one true God and is worthy of our worship. And we should go out into the world and it should be really obvious to us the idolatry in the world and the compromise in the world and the sinful patterns of unbelief and irrationality and, and moral insanity that are in the world. And we should want to have nothing to do with them. We should, we should be willing and eager even 
to turn aside from idolatry if we have truly worshipped the Lord. And that is the call to us. And so it's the people here. It's not that Hezekiah issues a royal decree in this case and says, get rid of all the high places and get rid of all the altars and get rid of all the pillars and get rid of all the ashram. It's the people who do it. They do it themselves. All of those who were present, both those of Judah and those of Israel, and they do it throughout Judah and Benjamin and in Ephraim and Manasseh until they had destroyed them all. And this is significant because it's the people who've come to worship who go out to do this cultural reform. And then Hezekiah does the job of a king in ruling well and administering well. He wants to divide up the priests and the Levites according to the pattern that is supposed to be set according to scripture and according to the example set by David and Solomon to say, this is what we're going to have to do. I will provide, but I will also order, and then everything will be done decently and in order. There will be accountability. There will be tithing from everyone. There will be oversight of those tithes by uh, appointed reliable men. There will be administrators over them. Uh, and, and, you know, what I love here is that when, when God's people get their house in order, when they start living according to what God tells them to do, there is such an abundance that is brought in of cattle and sheep and the tithes that all the people who worship eat their portion, all of the priests and Levites eat their portion, and there are heaps of that are left over. There are heaps that are left over. That's the blessing of God upon the people of God for our obedience to God. That's what we should be seeing. We should be seeing that we come to worship and we leave changed and we not only get rid of the idols in our lives, but we give to the Lord in faithfulness and in obedience. And if we all gave to the Lord in faithfulness and obedience as those who have turned away from idolatry and committed ourselves to the Lord, there would be such an abundance that all of God's work would be fully provided for. We wouldn't be scrimping and saving and begging and, 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 and pleading. And that's, I'm so thankful that at Forest Hill, we have, we have a generous congregation, a faithful congregation who gives well. But having said that, imagine what it would look like if every member family at Forest Hill gave the full tithe that God calls for in his word, plus gave thanksgiving and free will offerings above and beyond the tithe as God blessed us. Mm. The effect of that would be significant. Join me in praying for that, for that spirit. Because what, notice what happens first. First, the people turn from their idolatry. Well, first they come and worship God, right? So they worship God, they turn from their idolatry, and then they give generously. I think sometimes we just want people to give generously, but that giving generously is not going to happen until we've truly encountered God in worship and we have turned away from our idolatry. And if there's generosity coming in, then there needs to be a responsibility to take care of that generosity properly. And that's what all these names are all about. The people who are going to faithfully administer and who are going to assist and who are going to take care of all of these things. So we're not going to go into those in detail, but there, there's an organized system of how things are administered. Um, and within the church, that's the task of the diaconate. 
to really organize, oversee, administer, uh, and have accountability for how funds are being used um, for the kingdom of God. And I just love this conclusion of this chapter, this final paragraph, verses 20 and 21. Hezekiah did this throughout all of Judah, and he did what was good and right and faithful before the Lord his God. But notice it wasn't just Hezekiah. Because he gathered the people to worship with this bold proclamation to keep the Passover, the hearts of the people were changed. So Hezekiah did this throughout all of Judah, and every work that he undertook in the service of the house of God and in accordance with the law and the commandments, seeking his God, he did it with all of his heart, and he prospered. Oh, would the Lord be gracious and give us that kind of fruit in our labors for his glory. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for King Jesus, the perfect king, who is also our perfect high priest and our Passover lamb. We thank you that we have received everything we need in Christ. We pray that every Sunday morning when we gather together, we would gather together and worship you in spirit and in truth, and we would go out changed. We would repent of our idolatry. We would put away our idols and our worldliness. We would be committed to you. We would give generously, sacrificially, obediently to the work that you are doing, that it would be faithfully administered, and that it would glorify your name, that it would just resound to the glory of God in our community and in our world. For this is your world and your community and your church, and we are your people. And we ask this of you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks so much for joining me for Second Chronicles 31. Tomorrow we are going back to 1 John for 1 John chapter 5. Have a blessed day in the Lord. Mm -hmm.